What makes you happy? What makes you feel powerful? What makes you feel on top of the world? Now, that thing, that music you listen to, that person you talk to, that workout you do, how can you do that more often? How can you do that every day? How can you put yourself in a peak state that makes you feel epic on a daily basis? Hey, I'm Alicia Wood, and I've spent the past 10 years studying self-betterment. I went from lacking confidence as an overweight, socially anxious outsider to becoming a fitness pro and building a thriving wellness community rooted in fitness, play, and mindset. When it comes to wellness, there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach, which is why each week I'm going to bring you a different perspective on all things mind, body, soul. This is the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm really excited um, to be chatting today. Today I am recording my podcast from my bedroom. Why? Well, it's really comfortable. (laughs) How often do you like to spend time in your bed? Like I love my bed. I love hanging out in it. I think it's the coziest possible place. And so sometimes I like to work from my bed. Um, But the real reason is because of sound. I found that it was sounding a little bit tinny in my office. And um, I wanted to kind of be somewhere where there's a lot of fabrics around to try and soften the noise. This is something that you don't need to know. But maybe it'll just give you a little relaxing vibe as we head into this episode which I don't even know whether I would consider what we're going to talk about today to be relaxing because we're talking about a peak state and I am going to read a little bit and then chat about my interpretation of what I'm reading um, to you. You know, I love doing this. So just to kind of give you an idea of why I do this is that I study all the time. I'm constantly studying the stuff that I share with you on the podcast. I'm constantly studying the stuff I share with my clients I am constantly studying um, because the best way to actually change your life is to study, is studying in repetition over and over again um, is the way to do it. Because we don't learn something when we hear it once. You know that. Oh my gosh. You've probably heard the same thing I've said on the podcast in multiple different episodes and only did you actually hear it like 12 episodes in. Okay. So sometimes you have to hear something over and over and over again to actually hear it. But then the other thing is, so I'm doing this for sound. If you can hear it, like, can you hear the little prancies? My dog snuck her in. Now she's trying to get out of the room. I have to, I have to let her out. I have to let her out. Okay. Come on. Let's go. You want out? I won't close the door then. We can just have a no. Okay. We'll close the door. You're out. I love you. Closing this door too. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> so constant spaced repetition is what's going to help you actually learn whatever it is that you're learning. And then it gives you the opportunity to really implement what it is that you're learning. Um, If you are like me and you read a ton of self-help books, a ton of growth mindset books, um, well-being books, all that stuff, it can be a lot. It can be overload. 
But the real, it can be a lot to hear it all. That's the thing. You can be hearing it and it can be overload. But the real thing is if you are not implementing these things into your life, then it doesn't even matter that you read the book. (laughs) Cool, you know how it works. But just because you know something doesn't mean that you're able to do it. James Wedmore, um, who's a coach that I follow, he has his own podcast, the Mind Your Business podcast. He often talks about swimming if, and uses swimming as an example of this. So if you were to read an entire book of how to swim from cover to cover, you studied it, you read it over and over again, and constant space repetition, you even did all the things that I'm telling you to do. Do you know how to swim? No, you don't. I think that's such a powerful example. You don't know how to swim. You have to get in the water and you have to swim. You can't just swim by reading books. So that's the same with all of these books. You can't change your life just by reading books. You can't change your life just by listening to podcasts. So, and that's why all the time when I'm having guests on, especially I'm giving actionable steps for you to put into your life. Those actionable steps aren't just there because I want to hear them from the guest. I'm asking the guests for these actionable steps so that you can implement them into your life. Anyways, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. <laughs> and now I'm going to jump into um, reading a little bit from Willpower Doesn't Work by Benjamin Hardy. I hear willpower all the time in the wellness industry of like, I just need stronger willpower to release the weight. I just need stronger willpower to whatever. Um, yeah. If you haven't read Willpower Doesn't Work by Benjamin Hardy, probably a good time for you to jump into that because willpower doesn't work. It's not the thing you need. <laughs> okay. But let's just hop in to what we're talking about today, which is peak state. Peak state. Here is what Benjamin Hardy says. According to Abraham Maslow, having a peak experience is rare. However, having peak experiences certainly doesn't have to be rare. Actually, having peak experiences or putting yourself into a peak state should be something you do on a daily basis. Okay, so a side moment here. Putting yourself into a peak state should be something you do on a daily basis. So you can choose to hear that and go, oh yeah, I should. Or after you finish listening to this podcast, maybe you get yourself into a peak state and tomorrow, and the next day, okay? The reason people consider peak experiences to be rare is because they haven't set up their lives to have them on a regular basis. Most people are very disconnected from themselves. Most people are very disconnected from themselves. They're living in an addictive and reactive state triggered by a negative routine and environment. Even still, in these few moments when people purposefully pull themselves from their mesmerized state of unconsciousness, peak experiences can and do happen. They are predictable. You can create them. If you made being in a peak state, there's a question, that's a question. What if... (laughs) You made being 
in a peak state a priority? What if you literally needed to operate at peak levels on a daily basis in order to achieve your goals? What if that was standard? Being in a peak state means you're operating at a level you want to be, that you can achieve ambitions ambitions beyond anything you've done before. If you're not currently pursuing something you've never done before, you probably don't need to have a regular peak. You probably don't need to have regular peak experiences. But if you're in a state of growth, you'll need to position your life to have peak moments more frequently. Even more, you need to set your trajectory. That's a hard word to say, trajectory. (laughs) Even more, you need to set your trajectory from a peak state. And still, I stumbled there. (laughs) Even more, you need to set your trajectory from a peak state. Because how you start something is generally how you finish it. There's a whole bunch more. I want to stop there and just kind of break this down a little bit further. This is what I do when I'm studying. I want to like go into it deeper and be like, what does that mean? So peak experiences, peak state. When I hear the words peak state, I actually think of Tony Robbins. Um, And if you've ever been to any of Tony Robbins events, it's all based on you being in a peak state. And if you haven't been to one of his events, you've probably seen it. People are up, jumping. They've got their arms waving in the air. They're going nuts. They're having the best time. They're high-fiving each other. They're yelling, I own you in each other's faces. They are elevating themselves up to a whole different level. They feel like vibrant and energetic and they're having the best time. They are in a peak state. And he does that for a very specific reason. Because you learn better when you're having fun. You learn better when you're in that peak state. You, He's conditioning your body and your mind to know that you can achieve greatness when you feel like this. And so then your subconscious would start to hunt for experiences that would make you feel like that, that would put you in that peak state. So when I work with uh, corporate clients and I'm doing like team building type events, this is the thing that I'm really focused on throughout the event, especially when I'm doing it in a virtual environment. Often we're in Zoom calls and our energy levels are so low And the word Zoom fatigue is thrown out there. So even the idea of like when Zoom fatigue is a thing, the idea of you hopping on Zoom automatically puts you in a negative state because you're like, oh, I'm going to have Zoom fatigue. Whether or not you would, but it's a thing. And now we've associated ourselves with it. And we're like, I have Zoom fatigue and we, we adopt it. And as soon as we identify with it, it becomes who we are. And so then you move into that meeting and you're in, this negative crappy space. But to get out of it, 
I do a number of things. I do, I have people moving physically, like getting that physiology changing so that you can move into a peak state. I might have music playing. I might have people remember something that's positive in their life. There are so many different ways that you can get into a peak state. And you know better than anyone how to get into a peak state for you. Think about it. What makes you happy? What makes you feel good? What makes you smile? What makes you laugh? What makes you feel powerful? What makes you feel on top of the world? What makes you feel unstoppable? Now, that thing, that thing that makes you feel unstoppable, that whatever you do, however you move your body, that music you listen to, that person you talk to, that that brainstorming session you have, that walk you go on, that workout you do, that meal you create. How can you do that more often? How can you do that every day? How can you put yourself in a peak state that makes you feel epic on a daily basis? The more you get yourself in that peak state, the more you feel alive. I mean, the better your life is going to be, first of all. But think of when you're feeling incredible, that's when the ideas come to you. That's when when that motivation kicks in. That's where you feel alive. So I want to go back to something that um, Benjamin Hardy wrote that I just read to you. The reason people consider peak experiences to be rare is because they haven't set up their lives to have them on a regular basis. It seems like it's so simple. It's so simple. You want to be on the right foot to like just hit all those goals, do incredible things, feel awesome. You got to get in that peak state more often. Because most of us, and Tony Robbins says, says this as well, most of us have an emotional home. So I touched on it a bit earlier when I was talking about Zoom fatigue and identifying as somebody with Zoom fatigue. And then you probably say things like, I have Zoom fatigue. (laughs) Or like, I'm tired. I've just been on back-to-back calls all day. I'm tired. I feel exhausted. Like these calls drain me. I used to be that person too. Oh my gosh. And I still am sometimes. I'm not like, it's not, I'm not saying that I'm in a peak state every day. I'm not. <laughs> but I aim to get to a peak state often. And it comes naturally to me now, but it didn't come naturally, naturally to me in the past. So if we think back to, so let's just say if you are a person who has Zoom fatigue, first of all, stop saying you have Zoom fatigue. The more you say you have Zoom fatigue, the crappier you're going to feel. The more you focus, like what you focus on, you get more of. So if you focus on saying, I'm tired, I have Zoom fatigue, I don't feel good, I'm over this, I'm burnt out, I'm whatever, the more you're going to feel that way. So let's focus on what is good, how we want to feel. And so if you're saying, I have Zoom fatigue, I'm tired, I'm whatever, what's going to help you get to a peak state? 
probably a nap, probably some rest, maybe a bath. Maybe you're just going to light a candle. Maybe you're going to listen to like soft music. Maybe you're going to meditate, right? Let's try and neutralize it. Even if we aren't getting to like peak, peak, over the top, jumping off the roof (laughs) state, you can neutralize it. Focus on how you want to feel in that moment. And then do things that are in line with you feeling that way. When I go back to Tony Robbins saying like, you have an emotional home, that home might be I'm tired. That home might be I'm angry. That home might be I'm sad. I'm depressed. I'm stressed. I'm anxious. I'm lost. All of us go through that on some level, at some, at some way. It doesn't even need to be that like, oh. But at some point we go through that and there's peaks and valleys in our lives. It's meant to be that way. But start to tune in and go, oh, crap, what is my emotional home? Where, where do I tend to live? What emotion do I sit in the most? And you're just going to become observant of it. Where's my emotional home? Just a question to ask yourself. What emotion do I live in? And then release it and see how it starts to show up. And you go, oh, this is what I'm, this is how I've been feeling. This is what's going on. And then how do I want to feel? What would a peak state be for me? How could I feel incredible? So Benjamin Hardy goes on to say, being in a peak state means you're operating at a level you want to be so that you can achieve ambitions beyond anything you've done before. So being in a peak state means you're operating at a level you want to be. So what's the level you want to operate at? Do you want to operate at like, I wake up feeling good. I'm excited to hop out of bed and jump in the shower and get going with my day. I love getting out of bed. Coffee greets me every morning. I love getting out of bed. Exercise feels so good in my body. If those Zoom calls want to be, what can I learn from the person I'm going to chat with today? How can I grow from this conversation? How can I feel amazing? Then, awesome. Get into that energy and that feeling before you hop on the Zoom call. You might need a two-minute buffer for you to just go, "Ah, okay, what am I going into this call? What's my, like, as, how am I feeling? What's my intention behind it? How do I want to feel when I walk away from it? And then go in excited. Because you can choose to go into that meeting. You can choose to go into that meeting feeling over it and leave it feeling over it. Or you can choose to go into that meeting feeling like I'm going to thrive and I'm going to share some brilliance and I'm going to work towards a promotion. People are going to see me show up as, as a leader as powerful, as smart, as ambitious. And I'm going to grow from this call. Because how you start something 
is generally how you finish it. So how are you going into that next meeting? How are you getting out of bed in the morning? How do you start your day? How are you finishing your day? How do you start cooking for dinner? How do you finish eating dinner? Or the cleanup cleanup process. (laughs) So think about that. How you start something is generally how you finish it. You can think of that as as a short-term task. You can think of it as a big project, a new business you're starting, a new creative project, whatever it is, a new relationship. How you start something is generally how you finish. So start in that peak state, finish in that peak state, feel incredible. Your peak state is also going to influence other people. Other people are going to feel amazing um, and they'll bring that forward with them. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If you loved it, I would be so grateful for you to leave a five-star review. Let me know what you thought. I love reading the handwritten reviews. And by handwritten, I mean, just mean written. I can't, if you want to handwrite me a letter, that would be, that would completely make my day. Um, But you don't need to do that. Just a quick little this is what I liked about the podcast. That would be so helpful. If you have anything you'd love to hear, any questions you'd like to ask, please reach out to me on Instagram at alicia.rose.wood. The link is in the show notes as well. And I will link up the book, um, Willpower Doesn't Work by Benjamin Hardy in the show notes as well. Have yourselves an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you next week. Remember back when you used to sit beside somebody at work or you used to be able to grab a coffee or stand in, by the water cooler and have a conversation and then overhear something and step into a new conversation? That's the luxury that we used to have of being in the same room together. Now in this virtual environment, it's a lot more challenging for us to connect. But I found a way that we can connect the same way we used to connect in person, but in a virtual environment. So if you want to see this type of connection brought back into your workplace, there's a link in the show notes for us to connect and set up a discovery call so that I can get to know you and your team better and how I might be able to help you out.